It's time! Hey, thank you, Bruce, and what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Clubhouse MMA Podcast. We are your hosts, Chris and Josh. This is our 13th episode, and we couldn't be here without our followers, so we are, we are deeply appreciative. Um, remember, follow us on all social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And the YouTube is and back And YouTube's up. going up. We we're, are live on YouTube. We're, we're getting there, man, one one podcast at a time. And uh, we're getting better thanks to all of you, so we, de- we definitely appreciate that. And uh, just remember the conversations are always evolving on our social media accounts, so go ahead and give us a follow. And remember, we don't just talk about it. We are about it, baby. We are about it. What's going on, Josh? How What's was your week? What's going on, Chris? I had a great week, man. Today's a cold day. Look, I'm wearing long sleeves in Florida. Mm, cold front came in. It feels good. I don't know what temperature the studio is saying, but it's definitely cold today. It was 65 degrees this morning when I woke Woo! up. Feeling like Michigan. Bro, I went outside when I woke up, and I literally did like an about face. Yeah. Ran back inside. I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously, it's only 65. It's really not that cold, but... You it know, felt good. It was 90 degrees yesterday. It felt so. good. I liked it. It was, it was beautiful. A cold front came in, and uh, hopefully it stays around for a few more days. But yeah, man, today, other than being a cold day, we have uh, lots of news going on. We're going to go over last week's fights. Definitely. Uh, Sanya versus Costa. Those happened September 26th, and then we're going to... Once we talk over some news and some drama, like always some Connor, John Jones... BS. Always some drama. Adesanya, a lot of drama going on. We're going to just jump into a couple of fights from UFC on ESPN, home versus Aldana. That's October 3rd. Yep. It's going to be a little bit later, too, at 10.30 p.m. Yep. So that's kind of a, kind of obnoxious. But Fight Island, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, buddy, we're in Fight Island. Happy to be here, yo. You know what I did yesterday, though, so, before we get started with the Before episode? we get it started. Yo, I watched uh, that movie with Kevin James. Here comes the boom. Have you seen that? Uh, where he's an MMA fighter? Yeah. No, I, I, you know, the thing is, it looked too cheesy for me. Bro, so, like, it, it's a good movie. I, it? I had fun. I watched it with my kid, and then I sent him to bed, and I finished it with the wife. But I'll give it a shot. Dude, it was funny. It reminded me of you. He's like a, he's a school teacher. Not that you're a school teacher, but he was a wrestler, and he has a bunch of medals and trophies all over his house because he was pretty good at it. And then he meets Bass Rutten. You know, Oz. they got... Yeah, he meets Bass Rutten, and he becomes his trainer. It's just a whole mess, but it's kind yeah. of a fun movie, honestly. Yeah, I'll check so. it out. I believe you. I was told about a show on uh, on Netflix or Prime or whatever. It's an MMA show um, where it's a, it shows a guy who's a fighter, and it, it just follows his career in MMA. Uh, Cub Swanson's on it. A couple nice. a couple actual MMA fighters are on it. Uh, I forget what it's what series it is, but I'll have to look into it. Um, so I apologize for the brain fart, but no, that's pretty cool because those shows I kind of open our eyes to what fighters actually go through. Yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes <laughs> that people don't. People Although don't heads up, here comes the boom. It really makes it look like super easy. Yeah. So heads yeah. up. Well, it's Kevin James. It is cheesy. It is a comedy. You know, it is it is what it is. But a bunch of fighters like Forrest Griffin is there. Ooh. Joe Rogan's there. Okay. Dude, everybody. Okay. Everybody. I'm gonna have to check it out for sure. And it's a 2012, so it came out quite a bit. Go. Also, before we get started, want to say congratulations to the champ, Amanda Nunez, for having a baby hey. girl. Uh, that's big Pretty news. Baby. Yeah, beautiful baby girl. So congratulations to her and uh, her beautiful wife. Um, they're going to start a family, and uh, it's a beautiful beginning. Makes me want to kind of cry, but we're men, and we don't cry. On that, In I front of the say, camera. I want to remind everybody to go vote. That's Get right. Get your ass registered do your if you haven't yet. Doesn't matter who or what you believe in. Just do your American duty and vote. Yeah, man. Speak out. Let's see. What else do we need to do? 
And uh, no, we'll just go over some hot news, and then we'll go into this week's fight night, um, where, like you said, Holly Holm versus Irene Aldana, and then uh, let's get right into um, talking about UFC 253, where it was Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa. The main. And uh, we got some payouts on that. We're gonna talk some results. The uh, overall recap is in the prelims, so it's kind of this happens sometimes. To me, the fights overall were kind of boring this week. Yeah, not gonna lie. There's a, like, there's a few that were good not fights. Dude, ESPN plus fights, you know, fight nights are on fire most times. Like, I come out hype, but this weekend I was like, oh god. The Apex, the last four fight nights, I believe, were banging. Yeah, this sure. one, this one again, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great overall. In the prelims, we had four decisions, which is always not super exciting. We had two submissions in the prelims, and then once we got to the main event. And once again, this is for Adesanya versus Costa. Yeah. The main event, we had two decisions, two KOs, and two subs. Obviously, big KOs being Adesanya KOing Costa and Blahovic KOing Yo, Reyes. Where, which, yeah, wow. Crazy. You have the fight pulled up. The Let's Polish, go from Polish the... power, baby. Uh, well, I mean, early, did you watch any early pre- prelims? No. I, the only wa- the prelim fight I watched was the Diego Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. I watched the um we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But uh I watched the early fight, um the early prelim fight that I was telling you about I was kinda excited to watch, which was the um the Kadis Igramov, uh Imbragimov versus Danilo Marquis uh Marquis. Early prelims, right? Yeah, that was early prelims. But he made he was making his UFC debut and you know, like I said, I like to watch the UFC debuts just to kinda you know, see what kind of hype this fighter can bring, and just you know, it's just kind of cool to see that UFC debuts, man. Someone's dreams being fulfilled, and uh, he came out and was very, uh, was very impressive. What happened that fight? I'm he, looking at the strikes, and he, there's 30 on one side and 20 in the other, and well, it went to round three decision. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was. It, it was pretty. It was pretty even fight, man. I mean, looks like some takedowns. Yeah, there. a couple. He had four takedowns uh, out of 16 attempts. So, 16 attempts though. That means the other. That means that uh, Imbragimov was. Uh, he blocked what? How many? He blocked twelve, 12 attempts. That's a lot. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of, of attempts. But like you said, takedowns sometimes get accounted too much for um, for a win. You know what I mean? So the guy sat and defended twelve takedowns and got taken down four times. And that probably was the factor right there in the, in the fight. Yeah. So, but probably it, it, was, it was a, it was a good fight. I mean, it, they went back and forth. I'd recommend it, especially watching uh, someone's debut. Um, I mean, it, it, it's a good fight to watch, especially for a fan. Um, so can't 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 hate on that. And then of course the prelim fight, which is uh, Diego Sanchez versus Jake Matthews. <clears throat> Dude, that fight. Well, uh, real quick, just shout out to Juan Espino with his submission. He just had like a crazy squeeze kind of sucks i couldn't find a highlight online i wanted to post it but you know like these lesser known fighters people are not posting enough about him which yeah. kind of sucks but regardless that, that was a good submission but anyways diego sanchez versus jake matthews what you got uh, uh diego sanchez needs to retire like for sure i mean i kind of felt bad for the guy um but it is what it is. I mean, he's out there fighting, and we're in a car talking about him fighting. So, really, who's the winner in this? So, <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, you go ahead and tell you know say what you want to say. I mean, just and... looking at the uh, strikes alone, when you see the fight, Diego had moments. You know, he had moments where he looked good. He was, I don't know, 
he was throwing punches when nobody was there a lot, which was kind of weird. You know, like yeah. the guy would come in, throw two punches, and Diego would try to counter, and then he would just end up swinging he was hitting air a lot. when nobody's there. So, you know, like Diego just didn't look good. He looked a little bit out of shape, you yeah, know. He definitely looked, looked out of shape. Yeah, so, and <laughs> that knee, though. Dude, I love What the started around was that three? Dude, the best thing about that fight was literally all the memes about it. All the Diego Sanchez memes, you know, like... People making fun of it already. Within 24 hours, there was, like, viral videos of it. Dude, uh, like that meme, I think I might have posted the... Uh, this one, it says, what you ordered versus what you got. And it had, <laughs> when you ordered Askren versus Masvidal, but instead you get Diego Sanchez. Because <laughs> he did, like, the same flying knee. Like, he tried it, dude. Did you see it? No, yeah, I, I watched it. I watched the whole fight. I I posted on our uh, Twitter. You know, oh we were trying. To, I was trying to root for him. Look how he even standed like he even stood like him. He even stood like him. He goes. He goes for that flying knee. Sorry, ESPN blowing us up. I mean, yeah, it yeah. wasn't close at all. I no. mean, it was just like uh, I don't know what it was. Even Ben Askren commented like, "There's no way I get hit by that knee." No. <laughs> No, come on. I mean, come on, man. Shit, bro. If they're going to keep letting all these fighters fight, Ben Askren should just come back. Might as well. Plain and simple. Like, because let's be honest, Diego Sanchez lost against I really think Pereira that, la, uh, last fight, too. Well, I really think that they need to have a retirement match between Cowboy uh, Donald Cerrone versus Diego Sanchez. Like, let them just fight, and then they both go out, you know, call it, call it a career, man. Dude, it almost sounds unfair towards... Diego Sanchez. <laughs> kind of, but... And, like, mean to Cowboy. I don't know. They, they, I mean, Cowboy knows he's fighting for his career next match. Yeah, I mean, he's... literally, he's on a five, what, five lose, losing streak right now? Technically, yeah. Bro, they, they're, they're, he's lucky that he's a legend because in any other fighter, they would have cut him by now. At the three-loss streak, they would have probably cut him. Like, sorry, bro, you're, you lost three times. Uh, see ya. Same thing happened with BJ Penn. How many losses did BJ Penn have before I, he... Like three or so, I believe. Yeah, but they were nasty losses, too. Yeah, like, I mean, of, they like, were to un- some of the... Unconscious. Yeah, they were... Well, BJ Penn lost to some of the best in the division, too, so... You know what I mean? Cowboys drawing against people like Nico Price and all that. Nico actually probably would have won that fight if it wasn't for that point deduction, but... Look at BJ Penn's record and all his losses, man. I mean, they're legit losses. I mean, back in the day, but recently he's just been getting oh, like yeah, wrecked. No, his last yeah. like three fights have not been pretty no, at no. all. So, Obviously, so, BJ Penn was a champ and you know and a prodigy in BJJ and all that. Right. So some we of these guys old. just need to call it a career, though. Yeah, but um, I mean, that wouldn't be too bad. It would be a sad night to do a retirement fight between Diego and Cowboy. But hey, they've been around a long time, man. So get you know, them on a pay per view. Both, both are really you know well respected. They're veterans. They're obviously legends in the game. And what better way to go out than swing for the fences and, you know, go big. Go big, baby. Anything else so, on them uh, prelims? Uh, not really. I mean, those I just those were the two fights I kind of caught. I was just kind of flipping through. Um, like I said, it's kind of hard with a newborn baby trying to, especially these early prelims because you got to eat. You got to feed them. You know, it takes an hour to feed a baby. And they weren't very <laughs> and, exciting. So and, and, yeah, so. And if, I, if my baby's not watching Cucamelon, Coco Melon? Melon or yeah, whatever it is. I know all them stuff. Yeah, yeah, so that's the thing. My daughter, like, she'll sit there and just watch. But as soon as I change it to a fight, I mean, she'll watch it for a couple seconds, but then she's like, <laughs> and then as soon as I turn it back to Coco Melon or something. You got to do my trick. I'm like, where do you want to watch Coco Melon? On daddy's phone or on the TV? Yeah. And it's just daddy's phone on my hair. Just... See, and then I try to watch it on my phone, and guess what she tries to do the whole time? Press buttons. She has to. That's babies, bro. Reaching for gotta... it. Like, baby girl, you can watch your, your Coco Melon on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But no, it was uh, that's about it, man. I mean, congratulations yeah. to all the other winners, Brad Riddle, um, Ladovic Klein, and William Knight. You know, they all they all came in, and uh, actually, I did see Klein's knockout round one, minute sixteen in. That was nasty, bro. Straight nasty. Um, I think he got. I think yeah. Well, he, well, he, it was lights out. It was lights out. So nice. that was a good knockout. I, I did. I remember seeing the highlight on that. But that's it. I didn't. I, I then obviously the main card came in. That was where a lot of my time was in. Yeah. So going jumping into the main event, the main card. This is we're talking about UFC 253 was last Saturday, September 26th. Yep. The very first fight was exciting, but crappy at the same time. We have Hakeem Dewood versus Subaria Tugov. Yep. Which Khabib, Habib was cornering that night, which is pretty cool. I was excited to see him in the media and, you know, in Fight Island and all that. However... Haven't seen him since February? On the public? Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. It's I know he fought, what, like September. It's almost been... It's been a year since he last yeah, fought. It's and, been a and minute. He, and the media coverage for 249 with Ferguson was like in April, I believe. I don't know. So it's been the last time I've seen Khabib in public was like April, I believe. But uh, Hakeem Daewoo gets the split decision, bro. <clears throat> split decision against yeah. Subaria Tukogov, which all he did was run. Did you see that highlight? I wanted to post it, but I, I, I couldn't find a good clip. Dude, at the end in round three, uh, Hakeem Daewoo is chasing down Subaria like, Stop running! Fight me! I, just like, he called Fight him, me with both hands down. Like, let's he got in trouble go. for that, too. Well, hey, uh, the other corner's like, Hey, keep it clean. What? Who says you have to keep right. it clean no in the case? Bro? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, No, dude, shut up. Like, at the end of the day, he's trying to fight, and Zubaria literally is running. Literally he running. Was, he was. I, yeah, if you watch the. Yeah, I did see that. And Zubaria yeah. just laughed. He, just, he was out of gas in round three, and he's like, Right now, let's fight. You know how fighters do, like, yeah. right here, let's bang. Nope. He's like, I'm gonna. I'm then he's going. like, stop! Fight, fight me right now, motherfucker! <laughs> Let's fight. He wanted to fight, dude. And then the fight still went to a split decision. Yep. So crazy, man. But he got the win. He almost lost so, in there. Yep. And that was featherweight division. Just because he got like the one takedown and the one round, and the other round was semi-competitive. But either way, good fight. I'm glad yep, uh, Hakeem. I'm glad Hakeem got that one. Yeah, me too. Especially. I'm not for runners. That's why I love fighters like Justin Gaethje, man. It's like I'm in there to knock you out or you're knocking me out. You know what I mean? So that's how most fights should be, you know? So I don't know I don't know what's up with that style. Like, Zabid does the same thing. He goes ham on you for two rounds and then round three, he's like, I'm out. Yep. I'm just catching some air. Yep. All right, what do we have next? Uh, next, women's bantamweight division. We got Caitlin Vieira versus Sihara Eubanks. Yeah. And uh, this came down to a decision as well. Yeah. It was just another fight going back and forth, uh, just swinging, you know, take a couple takedowns. I believe there was, yeah, yeah, two, take, had yeah two. two takedowns for Vieira, I remember. Um, yeah, it was it was a good fight. I mean, like I said, it went back and forth. Both ladies were swinging, striking, kicking, clinching. It was yeah, just a typical forth, fight. But the clear advantage was to Vieira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that that's really that's she improved that. eleven and one by the way. So, hey. yeah, she's uh she's on a good she's she's doing good. I know Sijara had like no excuses. She's like, yep, not a good night. Things didn't go my way. It yeah. is what it is. So I want to see her again. I thought she did pretty good. Yep. By the way, Caitlin Vieira's only loss is to Irina Aldana, which really? is the main event for next week's card or this coming Saturday's card, which is September or I'm sorry October third. Yep, October third. So nice. 
Yep, so that's her only loss against Aldana the... Aldana is doing really good, actually. She's yeah, we'll only... talk about her. She, uh, she, we'll talk about her for sure, but she's, yeah, she's really good. But congratulations to Ketlin Vieira on yep. her win good over Cijara Eubanks last weekend. Yep. Up next. Good fight. Yeah, the uh, flyweight division. Yeah, flyweight division. Who we got? Kai. Kai. Yeah, Kai Kara France versus Brandon Roy- Royville. Um... I think I didn't really catch much of this fight, honestly. Round two submission. What? What? How do you submit him? Do you know? I don't, I don't even remember, honestly. <clears throat> Let's see. I, I might have. I might have left for that one. The fights again. Raw went, dog. His his his. Uh, I, I do like his nickname, Raw Dog. Dude, the fights Brandon were Raw like dog. I said. They failed to catch my attention this weekend too much. I was. I did what I could. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. How did he win? Was it an armbar? Let's see. I don't know. I know I, that the, I forget. I, I forget. It's second round, locking on, in. Uh, blah blah blah. On stats, he like doubled the strikes. Oh, it was a guillotine. Guillotine. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. He I didn't even caught, see highlights got, for that. He got bro. caught in the guillotine as they uh, were going to the mat. Okay. Yep. That's what sucks. If these guys don't have a big name, there's no. You don't really watch no some media of these. about them. Yeah. It no, and that's what we try to do. I mean, we're trying to talk about some of these up-and-coming fighters, but there. Here's the thing about UFC, like MMA world, it's so vast. There's so many fighters that are up-and-coming, so many different fight styles, and it's just really hard to really get in there and try to promote some of these guys who have only been in the UFC, you know, fighting for the first time or you know, second time. Um, I believe this guy. I believe this. Both these guys, I mean, haven't. I don't think they've been in the UFC that long. Man. Dude, they had. They both knocked each other down, and but the the differential in strikes is there towards Roy Val, and then the submission. You said guillotine. Yeah, he got him in that. Um, he got him in the guillotine. As Dude, I don't know what's up with the guillotine lately. It's working for everybody. Everybody's getting caught in the even, guillotine. Even even um, the arm. Wow, what's that called? It's not an omoplata. Yeah. See. Um, yeah, he's only been in the UFC. This is his one, two, three, four, five. This that was his sixth fight, so he, he hasn't really been in the UFC that long. Well, either way, the UFC doesn't promote him, or you know, or, or even post highlights or say anything no. about him. You know, like this weekend, even on Dana White's, like if you don't know now, you know. He just goes, "This guy's explosive. He's got some heavy hands," but that's about it. You know what I mean? I mean, this weekend was literally all about the next two fights. That's it. Lightweight co-main with Dominic Reyes and Jem Blahovich yep. and Adesanya versus Costa. Yep. Yep. And uh, I'm kind of sad about the Dominic Reyes fight. Dude, let's just talk about that real quick. Yeah, man. So light heavyweight co-main event for UFC 253 Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. September 26th. Dominic Reyes versus Jem Blahovich. Yeah, round two. Polish KO. power, baby. Dude, and the thing is, everybody's like, watch for his right hand, watch for his right hand. And it, it ended up being like a short left hook. Yeah. It wasn't anything too crazy. Look, I got it right here. He just, he Pop. just like jabs with the left is, and then just and then like, that's a, it. it's, yeah. like a short over the top. And then couple, I mean, do you think they could have let the fight they go a let couple the fight. months? Yeah, they, uh, they could have let the fight I go. I think they could have let the fight go a little, couple I mean, more Ray, Reyes too. is obviously shook up, man. That, he, that, well, yeah. That after the fight, he, he did not want to get up from the floor. He he uh, His nose broke, too. He broke his nose? Yeah. But, boom. Yeah, and there's only 30 seconds left in the round. Yeah, I think they could have let it go for a little bit more, but I guess he was out. Yeah. I guess he was a good To call. me, you know, I don't think... It looked like Dominic Reyes was just 
not in his in his mindset. You know what I mean? It just he didn't seem like the Dominic Reyes we know. He might have just been too confident. You know, before going to that fight, he was all you know. I'm just defending my belt at this yeah, point he, and all this. He wasn't like his striking didn't seem like it was. You know what I mean? Like it looked like he was afraid to throw his hands. Uh, he was hesitate hesitant on some of his striking. It just, yeah, he, he didn't throw very much. He just didn't look like he was fighting. Like, it didn't look like the same Dominic Reyes we saw when he fought John Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to me, at least, I'm you know who am I, right? I'm just saying what I know, and uh, it, he just didn't look good. You know, nothing to take against Blahovich because obviously you know he's a beast, man. But uh, I just feel like you know Dominic just wasn't there, man. And you know, first round went through, and you when you watch the first round, you can see him, man. He's just kind of a lot of fainting, a lot of you know, you know, just that's it. And, and you can see uh, second round. I mean, round. he was doing good. It's not like he was sucking. He just no. It just it just didn't seem like he was the aggressive guy. Like you know, we yeah, all know it wasn't him to the be. same pressure he put on. Yeah, him. yeah. Like John Jones, he was in his face almost every round, bro. Like yeah. straight up, he was throwing like ten shots per or like how many strikes per like minute. You know what I'm saying? So. He was he was unloading on John Jones. Bro. Yeah, and he hasn't made any statements, po- you know, post fight other than you know, thank you, it sucks, whatever. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. No, you know, this is what happened. This is what I was thinking. Yep. I know Adesanya just talked about that. Costa talked about that. So, and we're going to get into that. But anyways, round two, KO with the left. Like I said, just uh, Jan just jabs, checks Reyes, and then just left overhand, and then that's it. He just wobbles, chicken legs, falls to the ground, and Bahovic comes over the top with a couple more. What? Did you see Dominic Reyes, like, right side on his ribs? Did you see how jacked up it was bro from that strike from that was that that uh that leg kick leg kick dude oh, Body oh shots. my god dude you know how that he, he had to have a crack rib dude you know what's crazy dude is that tiago knocked down blahovich i know he talked he tweeted about that saying oh i guess i gotta knock him out again or some shit like that and then immediately after john jones too yeah john jones is like i look like i gotta come back to the light heavyweight it's like first you avoided the rematch with Dominic, and then now all of a sudden, J- yeah, all Jan- these people are out of their mind, bro. Like John Jones immediately after is like, uh, "Would you guys be mad if I come back and retake the belt real yes, quick?" Yes, yes, <laughs> we would. And then uh, what else happened with that? I know that Jan Blahovich, like in the ring, he's like, "Oh, I just got the belt, but John Jones, I want you, John yeah, Jones, you can't." He's hide. calling John Jones. And then out. literally in the uh, in the post fight, literally like minutes later, they're like, "Hey." What about John Jones? And he's like, no, I don't care about John Jones. He's in the past. He he different division. What? John Jones was 10 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But, you know, good for John Bahovic. He's the first Polish male fighter. I know we know that Joanna Jinchenko yeah, jo- was Jinchenko's the first the ever. Yep, yep. Congrats, but, to, you know, congrats to Blahovic, too. That guy's a monster. And uh, Do you think he's going to be champ for a while? It depends who his next fighter is going to be, man. Dude. Who, who is his next challenger? I mean... Hopefully it's not John Jones. We all, we all hope John Jones tries to go into the heavyweight division like he's been saying. So kind of, I just don't know, man. I don't know who he'd fight next, man. Because they're not going to do a rematch with Dominic. I think it's going to be, uh, it could be Thiago Santos, man. It could be. Thiago is fighting Glover. I don't know. Year, right? Or is that I don't know if that anymore. fight's still going through. I think they canceled out that fight because they've, te- uh, te- Texera tested positive twice, I think, for uh, for COVID. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's whoever wins from that because there's really not many other people. But honestly, I don't think Blahovich is going to be the champ for a, for a long time. I don't think so either. But, if he he may defend it one time, but I don't think he's going to hold it that long either. So, but he's the champ now, so it's, it's hey, it is what it is. Let's get, get it. it. 
So. I hope he got a... Well, we know his paycheck, which we're going to talk about in a second, but good for him. Yeah, man. I mean, it was, like I said, I mean, it just... I mean, look, Dominic was 21 out of 51 in striking. I mean, he just... He just didn't didn't seem like he just didn't seem himself. But I can't take away from take anything away from Jan because you know he's a beast and he did his thing. So talking about weird, the main event was also weird with Adesanya versus Costa. Not what you expected, not what I expected, not what anybody in the world expected. There's uh, not much to say about it except Izzy destroyed Costa. Absolutely destroyed him. Just pieced him apart. Them leg shots were brutal. You could see the bruising immediately happening. That was about twenty leg strikes. Yeah, dude, everything went right to his, uh, right to his calf. He was he was working his knee, his calf, and and, and you could see it, dude. The bruising was in, insane. And then of course Paulo Costa kept going, "Fight me here, fight yeah, me here, stop running." Antics, the, the... Yeah, the antics, and I was like, he's not really running though. Like he was just keeping his distance. He wasn't like backing away. Yeah. And as soon as uh, Paulo Costa advanced, he'd hit him with the leg strike, bro. Uh, yeah. What do you got on it? <laughs> That's pretty much it, I think. At first, I was like, well, what is Costa's, you know, strategy here? Because he didn't look like he wanted to engage too much in rounds in round one or two. You know, he looked, and then just today, it got revealed by his coach that his plan was to mess with Adesanya, make Adesanya miss, and then go ham the last three rounds, rounds three, four, and five, and then go for a KO at then, because that was Costa's first five-rounder. So Costa's plan was to pace himself. However, it wasn't to take all the leg kicks. No. It should have been, hey, move around, throw a, a pop here and there, and move back. Like, we know yeah. he's, he is a good counter, but so are you. So just jump in, do damage, but don't get tired. That was the yep. idea. Don't get tired, runs one and two, and it ended up just Costa just standing there, being too tough for his own good, taking too many leg shots that shot him down. Yep. And then that one punch that kind of grazed once again, the back of the head, that temple there. The guy with that leg kick too, where because he was going low for so long, it opened up that high kick and it yeah. got it, got, it cut him open. Yeah, so. no, it was a good fight. Like it's one of those things where you're like, well, did Costa do a bad job or did Easy do a great job? You know what I mean? Like I, I just think it was a little both. Yeah, I think yeah. And then after the fight, Costa said. You know, no excuses, but something happened. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And today it got revealed what it was. He got humped at the end? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he was, uh, yeah, he was pissed about that. That's well, why, I mean, you don't know, he didn't know what happened until he saw the replay. That's why he's claiming he deserves an immediate rematch, because yeah. that's disrespectful, which it kind of is. In it kind of kind of is, but, man. I mean, it's you're a professional fighter. You shouldn't be doing stuff like that. But, but uh, the reason why he said he didn't perform as well, according to him and his coach, was... He didn't get a good night's sleep. He his sleep was interrupted and all this, and he just didn't get a good night's sleep. Which I don't know. Who knows? I mean, again, they're in different time zones. It is what it is. I just yeah. figured that if you're in shape and you've been getting no, sleep every other night, no, no, your body true. should you know help you out that night. But let me tell you, that should not be an excuse. And for one, if I was a professional, fighter, he's not really using it as an excuse. But that's what they're saying. He's just saying he didn't perform as well because he didn't sleep. Yeah, I got you. But uh. <clears throat> no, if I was a professional fighter though, I wouldn't even sleep the night before I fight. I'd be so jacked up, bro, and like I would be so That's pumped. That's probably what happened. I'd to be him. nervous. I mean, like I'd be nervous, like excited. 
I mean, think about all the emotions going through you, man. Like, I've I've not been at that high caliber, but I've been in state wrestling championships, yeah, man. And stuff. Dude, we'll and, the, and them competition levels, you're nervous. I couldn't... It's like we talked about last week. Not only that, but you're in a in the middle of nowhere, I would have, yeah. in a hotel. You're in one of the richest, like, like richest areas in the world you're jet lagged at the other side of the world you know what i mean there's a lot of things going on a lot of sacrifices that they're all going through you know like he's not the only one either you know who knows if adesanya didn't get good sleep the night before either yeah man i mean but why 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 did uh uh tony ferguson do a double weight cut (laughs) who knows how good a fighting could he have had if he didn't do that did that play did that play a factor in his fighting he says no, but we say yes. I, like Clubhouse MMA. Everybody's saying yes. I mean, we he all know to, Tony Ferguson. He doesn't get tired. In in the third round, he was getting tired, dude. Like, straight up getting tired. So, uh, no excuses. That was a while ago. You know, we get, we're excited to see Tony Ferguson back. See, we posted the, uh, the yeah. move of the night. He humped him like that. It's like, come on, man. Uh, and, uh, and I, you know, like, you know, last week we talked about that. Oh, maybe Costa isn't in Adesanya's head. They totally were. They were yeah. both in each other's heads. Yeah. You know, nobody gets more credit here like Connor getting into everybody's head and he's chill. No. Costa was in Adesanya's head. And it's the proof, dude, is that it's been four days and he's still tweeting daily. He's still talking shit about Costa. Now he's really going off. Yeah, because he won. And then Costa, of course, is like, I'm going to come back stronger. Dude, and... he's reposting everything. I mean, th- listen, Connor gets into everybody's head and then Connor tried that on Nick Diaz or uh, Nate Diaz, excuse me. And Nate Diaz is a master at head games, and it didn't work for Connor, it didn't, or it didn't. It, it just didn't work. So yeah, so that's why those guys were like. He got into Cowboy's head. That's how he read Cowboy. And he's already getting into Poirier's head. Yeah. Well, did you hear they were talking about them doing an expedition that's fight for I'm charity? That's what I'm bro. He's already like, hey, Pori, bro, anytime, bro. I'll give, I'll give half a meal to your charity, yeah, brother. Respect, uh, respect. Uh, yeah, they, they and, both and tweeted. And Pori's like, oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Yo, and but they're next going. Thing you know, show their shot. Show their shot. Well, here's the thing. If they go outside the UFC and do this, man, what's that going to do for the UFC? If a lot of these fighters are now starting to do outside promotions and stuff. And they can. And that's, they can. I mean, that's the thing. There's. If you're not getting paid by the UFC, if you're a big enough name like Dustin Poirier, Tony Ferguson, and them, you can definitely sell tickets by going outside and doing a charity fight or, you know, whatever. And so that's what's about to happen, and Connor's giving away half a million, which is... And Poirier oh will God, match it. That's incredible. It's re- is it really? How many pay-per-views do you think they can sell? I bet you they would sell quite a bit, let's, especially for the charities and all that. Let's keep it low at 300000 yeah, at sixty being, bucks a piece. That's money, bro. That's, that's money, a lot baby. of money. That's you know money, what I mean? Right. Like they can both give like a couple millions, and I'm it'll easy. be okay. So anyway, so yeah, the point I'd is, buy the pay-per-view. if you have the vision and you, but you have to be, you have to get big, you have to get yeah. famous, you have to what, bring the numbers. Why these fighters don't make money either? Is there's so many people out there with like cracked uh, uh, fire sticks and stuff like that, man, and they're they're like. Uh, illegal streaming it and stuff and it's like yeah i know you know you're spending the money on the uh, on, on a ufc event but you're paying for the with the you're paying the fighters who are putting their health and life lives on the line you know what i mean all the all the sacrificing that they do you're taking away revenue when you do that so you know um it's just that i think i think if they would ever correct that or get more people to stop illegal streaming I, you would see Really, you, I don't think like, you would see UFC, UFC fighters get paid more, man. The UFC is a business, bro, and they don't want to let go of that money. They're just gonna fight, and dude, it's pretty simple, bro. Hamza, he's been in the UFC. He came with. He has like half a million followers on Instagram. Just in, think in about like that. Two months. Gerard, um, Mirshart, 
before the fight had like 10,000 followers. Look at him now. He has like a 30,000 followers. Yeah. Just thanks to... For getting knocked out in seven and, and seconds. He, and he's a, a veteran of the sport, right? Yeah, yeah. So now Hamza has half a million. You know how much money he's made in the UFC already? Do Over... you think the UFC paid him or do you think he's getting it from promotions? And no, stuff from like... the UFC. Oh, how much? By the UFC. Because every, first off, every time he fought, he got performance of the night so that's 50k oh, yeah, yeah. so he has 150k just from being a badass then on top of that three fights all his space he's over three hundred thirty thousand dollars, and he made that in like four two, months man. They, like, <laughs> so like it's really up to the fighters too the you know wolf. what i mean like if you just go in there with that like, like we talk all the time if yeah, you just yeah. go in there with that oh i'm just a fighter i'm gonna come here fight go home and people will love me because i put up no not really it's you true. have to Talk a little bit of shit. You have to hype yourself. You have to post on social media, and it honestly depends on your followers. What's well, true, man? I mean, they, they definitely we all know that they talk shit just to hype the fight up a lot. I mean, you could see that after the Masvidal Usman fight when it, when they got done fighting, they were like, "Oh, we don't have to hype this up anymore." You know, we if we yeah, do a rematch, we don't we have know. to. We don't. They know who what they're gonna see now. We don't have to hype it up. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of think you do, because you got foot stomp like a hundred times. Dude, I kind of want to see Ben Askren one more time. I Dude, how I want to see Ben. Okay, let's Ben Askren. Since, since we're letting watch the people keep fighting, why don't let's, we let's, let... let's Ben Askren come back and fight Cowboy, and then that's the permanent retirement match right there. Cowboy, Cowboy. I think Ben Askren beats Cowboy Ooh, with his wrestling. Oh yeah. I don't know maybe, why. Maybe why does know, why does Cerrone take so long to start, dude? Like if that <laughs> if Donald Cerrone if Cowboy came out. And was just start throwing and striking instead of trying to be defensive and, and all that. He's just not there anymore. He's bro. there, but he, he he's always been kind of like that, dude, even when his prime. Like, his first, the first round or so, he was just kind of starting off slow. And then after the second, third round, that's when he would really start, you know, if you look at all his victories. Yeah, yeah he's a slow starter. He's a slow bro. starter. I mean, like, if he would go out there, like, ah, just start doing his Muay Thai kicks and everything. I mean, he's a great fighter. We all know that. He just starts off slow. And when you fight someone like Conor McGregor or you fight somebody like, uh, your Justin Gaethje's and all that they're coming out swinging as soon as that that ref is going let's go you know what I mean as soon as the ref is going are you ready are you ready let's go dude you can't start slow maybe so it'll be nice if he tries that next time I think his last fight he should look so so just for, uh, real quick going back to the fight the Adesanya Costa fight and our comment of the week it came based on the the post where Adesanya is just beating Costa down Guy with some hammer fists. Yep. So basically, our our listener and follower said, "Yeah, I'm trying to find his name over here." Is Scruggs Andrew? He just writes LMAO. I wish Costa would have fought like he usually does. He could have won, but he blew it trying to be something he's not. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's pretty sure. much our thoughts, truly. But yep. anyways, you got anything else on that fight, bro? I think that fight could, you know, they could have let it go a little bit longer too. Yeah, I think uh, I think they could have gave uh, Costa a couple more seconds to at least try to defend himself. It, it looked like he wasn't totally out. I mean, he was turning the whole time. Like when yeah. he gets knocked down, Adesanya gets on top. He turns around and yes, he gives his back, but he's still covering though. He, and he gives his guard. back for like two seconds, yeah. for two seconds, you know, yeah, or yeah. a second even, not even. So I think they could have let it go. Yes, Adesanya was probably gonna win since Costa's legs were done. Yeah. At that point, and he did get rocked. I'm not saying no, no but he got rocked. But it wasn't it wasn't that bad. No. But either um, way, congrats to Adesanya. Yeah, congrats to Izzy. He's definitely cementing himself as one of the best middleweights of all time, right there with uh, Anderson the Spider Silva. So we can't really. Dude, shout out! This is his hundredth. Hundredth victory, yeah. Victory in the ring. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And then, well, that that's it for UFC 253.
Yeah, but let's move on. Real congrats, though. Yeah, congrats sure. to Adesanya. Yeah, good, good stuff for bringing that up. And then John Jones immediately hundred wins. You have like four times the octagon time I have, and you're you know like you're still not ready to fight me. So John Jones still harassing yeah, who do you think Adesanya. Would win that fight, bro. John Jones or Israel Adesanya? I don't like until on you know I'm not a, honestly I like Adesanya I'm not a huge fan of him I don't know what it is about the dude that I just can't get into into him too much but he's obviously good he he's obviously I mean, he's backing up all the shit he's talking dude him versus Jones would be like a weird fight because John Jones fights like this and Adesanya is always like they would be like yeah it'd be a lot of finger touching <laughs> yeah a lot of eye poking you know but um <clears throat> I don't know man I think John Jones I, he's a bigger guy man. John oh, Jones yeah. is obviously a bigger guy. He did pose. Like, he's like, dude, rip I've it. been training for heavyweight. Right now, yeah. I could rip your arms out. Like, get out of here. It's funny how we always think of the same thing because I was just getting ready to say that too. But, uh, yeah, um, I could probably see that. <clears throat> One thing you don't realize is John Jones has excellent wrestling. I haven't seen Izzy go to the ground hardly at all, ever fighting. I don't think he Who, had- who took him to the ground? Somebody did not too long ago. Was it a... Uh, um- uh, the Mexican I always forget uh, Gaston. Kevin Gaston Didn't Gaston, Gaston take him down Once I, or twice I'd have to rewatch that I, be, I don't know man it, it, I know I don't know man I don't think Izzy's been ever Taken down And if he has It may have been once And I have to yeah. see that. I mean it's that. That's but how you don't remember Because it's uh, you know, White belt mafia I mean, bro You see after the fight He oh, had the dude. white belt <laughs> White belt White belt Dude, yeah. it, he Easy's been relentless since he won that fight. So it, I like his post, I like his post interview where he's like, "I've been telling you guys, I've been to every response, I've been telling you." You almost have forgot. Y'all forgot. You've been. T- I, I'm I'm ten steps ahead of him. You know what I mean? I knew he was gonna throw a belt at me. I was ready for it. You know what I mean? He's like, I played ping pong that morning. My eyes were sharp. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like, you see how fast I snatched it out of the air and threw it back at him? Like, yeah. So whatever. It didn't look that cool, but yeah. <laughs> I like how he went like what the and then the guy was holding the back. He's like, yeah. That was pretty neat. Yeah, so shout out. Continuing with the Adesanya subject, let's get into some news. Yeah. Um, first off, his first comment as soon as he got a microphone was that he, that, you know, that they should duck fighters that don't make their weight. Ninety percent. Screw that thirty percent because some of them are real G's and making big money outside oh, the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that came because I think a handful of fighters didn't make weight that day, and then on top of it, two of his teammates that fought that night fought fighters that didn't make weight and lost. Mm-hmm. So he just had, you know. So his first comment you know, speaks he to his character. He went straight to Dana. He went straight to Dana after the fight. Did Dude, you see him? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like. It is an advantage, and especially like he that one. He said they're all guy. bitches. The other one said he said they're all bi- oh pussies or bitches. Did he say pussies? Or I don't remember what he said. He definitely excitedly. said one of those. Probably pussies. I think he said they're all pussies. Because that guy, you know, Hakeem Dawood that fought uh, Zubaria Tugov. Tugov didn't make weight by like five pounds. Yeah, that's one. And apparently Hakeem, he made weight before he did weigh-ins, like pretty early, and he went back like an hour and a half before he was already in weight. And he went to the back to use the official scales to see how his weight was. So when he gets to the scales, he weighs himself. He's like, yeah, 155. He's like, ah, I'm ready. Like, can I? At first, he was like, I'm just chilling. But then I look over and I see this motherfucker on the bicycle. Like, he's dying, like a dying dog. He's like, he looked like a dog that was dying. Just, you know, gassed out on the bicycle, just trying to lose weight. He's like, this motherfucker. He's like, that's when I decided to start being loud and being like, Champ shit only yeah. making weight. Ah, Dominic like, Cruz is on a bike and all his boys are taking shots. <laughs> he's like, he's like, me and my coach knew that he wasn't in weight when we saw him, and then he was an hour before. And then on top of that, 
he had an hour and a half to cut the extra weight and at 30 minutes he's like we're done I'll just take the penalty fuck it you know what I mean so yeah. they don't give a shit they just and that's what Adesanya says some guys bro like he was getting paid I think like 20 grand for that fight or something like that yeah you take 30% how much is that 6 grand I agree everything. with Izzy on it man I, 100% if you got guys out there who can't make weight they're, some of their money that they're making, they like a certain percentage should be taken out of that and given to the fighter who did make more than thirty percent. Uh, yeah, it should be more than thirty percent. It should be like half. Like, uh, is that what Izzy's, Izzy's going for? Like half, right? No, he's at ninety percent. Oh, he was 90? being extreme, obviously. Yeah, but. that's nineties a little extreme. But I'd say half. So if you're contracted, fifty percent of your money. Yeah. So if you're contracted to show up at twenty thousand dollars just to show up, and you show up and don't make weight. At least $10,000 of your purse should be given to the winner. And you still got to pay your coaches and shit. So you basically, you made zero money for that fight. And that's how it, it should be like that. You chose that weight class. It is you an cho- unfair advantage, especially when guys quit having like 45 minutes still. Yeah, man. They ju- they're just like, nope, I'll just stay like this. Or they call the fight off and then the fight doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Because then you don't agree to a catch weight. You know, some people are like, oh, do you want to do a catch weight or something? And they're like, no, I've been training. And then boom, you just trained and did all that hard work for nothing. Which, talking about catch weight, perfect segue. Connor versus Poirier oh, in Ireland. That would be kind of that would be kind of cool. I think he just released a poster on that too. According I to Connor, he wants to do this no wake no weight uh, no weigh ins. No weigh ins, yeah. So Dude, you're gonna come in Who's bigger? Who's bigger? Connor or Poirier? It, Dude, they're both. They both. I think they both would still walking come out. weight around one eighties, maybe. Uh, probably one seventy five ish, probably. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of weird. No weigh-ins. I've Connor has to have something behind that. Like he's probably to my. I don't know who's bigger, but I would assume based on that comment that Connor is bigger than Poirier. But Connor, I think, has more. Would have more. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Who's I think taller? Connor would have more of an upper body, but I think Poirier had has more of the portioned out. You know what I mean? His weight would be more portioned evenly you know what i mean like mcgregor will have chicken legs that's why they call him chicken they have chicken he'd have these chicken legs with this huge upper body whereas poirier would have these like thick calves dude and, connor's only 5'8 how come nobody's talking about how he's short, short he is he's short how come nobody's look, talking look how about how tall poirier this, is i believe poirier is a few like 5'10 yo i feel like that should be the highlight for this podcast connor mcgregor is only 5'8 five five eight. Eight. and I'm, I'm almost 6'1 so like that guy is like Oh, uh, dude, Dustin Poirier is 5'9". Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he was like 5'10". That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. If I were, They're if small, I, dude. If I were to fight at 5'11", I would have to probably cut down to like 145. Yeah, you'd I'm be a tall anyway. featherweight, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't be like Sean O'Malley out there, just skinny. Uh, Max Holloway. Holloway's Holloway's like 5'11", 5'10". Yeah, Holloway's about my height. Damn, so 5'9", I guess they're about the same size. I guess Poirier is an That's what I'm bigger. saying. Like, I think they would come out both even. It's just that... McConnor would have that more upper body, whereas Poirier is more. You know what I mean? Yeah, Holloway's five eleven. Yeah, I know Holloway's tall. Holloway's pretty tall. So cool. Yeah, I think um, Brock Lesnar might be coming back. There's still talks about him. I think Dana White and him are still talking. I don't know. I think Dana just made a comment about it, saying that you know there might be a conversation in the in the future. But I don't know if you want to see Brock Lesnar fight. I mean, I would like to see him, but the guys asking come, five million just to show. And, and if he I comes mean? back, who's he going to fight? Because he's going to get destroyed by all the heavyweights. Think about it. You got Curtis Blades, probably would destroy him. Derek Black Beast Lewis would definitely destroy him. Stipe, there's no no Deal. even debating it. Stipe would beat him. Who would? I mean, Francis Naganu would destroy him. Maybe a striker. What's his name? He could fight that striker guy. I forget. Um, 
What's his name? Is he in the top five? No, it's the guy that Naganu knocked out his last fight, like in nine seconds. Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. Thank you. And maybe that would be a guy that he could fight, Rosenstruck or someone. But I don't think, I don't think he can come back and just fight one of the top dogs. I mean, I would just like to see him one more time, you know, for like nostalgia, and just because it would be cool to see him. But he's old too. He's almost in his forties. That's what I'm saying. Or is he forty? Who in the heavyweight would he fight? He would only come for a main event too. So it would have to be somebody in the top three. It would have to be like if, if Stipe loses, then maybe like Stipe First or or whoever or Ngano if Ngano loses against Stipe. I mean that that's probably it. It's either gonna be for the belt yeah. or the number two, number three position guy. That's it. There's not. No, it don't matter. Whoever he fights is probably gonna be a first round knockout. And no disrespect to Brock Lesnar, but I mean the game's evolved a lot since he's last fought. Yeah, and he was behind at that And he was still struggling. I mean, he's been struggling with injuries. That's kind of what hindered his his uh, career. And uh, I just do not see him coming back and competing against any top heavyweight. So. Yeah. But before we get too far off the subject with the uh, main event that happened last week, UFC 253, got Adesanya versus Costa. Some quick payouts. I got some numbers here. Israel Adesanya made $690,000. He made six hundred thousand dollars just to show, and then fifty thousand for the performance of the night bonus, and then forty thousand dollars for fight week because those guys get interviewed so much and it's such a hassle that they yeah. get paid forty grand on top of that. Pay them more, I say. Pay them more. Paulo Costa made three hundred eighty thousand uh, dollars, three hundred fifty to show, three hundred for fight week incentive. Jen Blahovich two hundred and eighty, and again, who has more followers, Blahovich or Reyes? Probably Reyes. Definitely Reyes. Yeah. Dominic Reyes got paid 380 to show, and Blahovich got 280 to show. Getting that money. So the UFC game, mad. That means they both signed. Um, when you go for a championship belt, you have to sign a new contract with the UFC, which is set in stone. Which means that for sure, Jan Blahovich is a cheaper champion. To Dominic. Dan Dominic by at least you know hundred and hundred grand per fight at least, but anyways. Yeah. Well. So that's that. Dominic Reyes three hundred eighty thousand. Uh, Kara Kai Kara France got the fight of the night bonus five grand. She got paid eighty two grand. Brandon Braval eighty one grand. Kathleen Vieira seventy one grand. Sijara Eubank sixty five grand. Uh, Hakeem Dewu fifty five grand. Subara Dugov twenty grand. He lost six thousand dollars for his weight cut. What did uh Izzy make? Six hundred grand. Six hundred. He Izzy got paid just to show. Win or lose, six hundred grand guaranteed. I think altogether his total purse was almost a million. Well, hit by paid by the UFC, it was six ninety. Six ninety to show or six hundred to show. Five hundred for the performance of the night and forty grand for the incentive pay. Now, he also gets uh, pay per view points. And that we don't know because ESPNs control those numbers now, so we don't ever know yeah, how many they pay-per-views they sold public. anymore. But they, when you go for the belt, that's part of the contract, you also get pay-per-view points. So, yes, he definitely could have made over a million yeah. with the pay-per-view, uh, pay-per-view points on top of that. Because Dana said that they broke all kinds of records. He didn't say which ones. But he said, we broke which records. Which is stupid. Why it's can't crazy. you say? Can't you just tell us? He, he honestly doesn't know anymore. Yeah, but I, why don't they tell him? Like, why do they make it such a secret? Like, oh, sh- we only made this many. Because yeah, I don't think they broke any fucking we only, records. We only made this many pay-per-views, um, but let's keep it a secret. 
man, if, if we sell that many pay-per-views, let's promote that. Yo, we we broke records, 400,000 pay-per-views. It's because it's ESPN now, bro. Next week, we our next pay-per-view is even going to be bigger with 254 Gaethje versus Khabib. You know what I mean? But whatever. Who am I? I'm not a promoter. But yeah, so, so 600 grand if you're the champ, that's not too bad. Yeah. I think Kamaru is in the 600s, 500,000s too. Oh, so. Gaethje and Khabib about to make that money. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so congrats was, to all them making the money. Um. So other fighter news going on. We have a designer with his chest nibble titty going on. <laughs> he talked about that today. He's like, honestly, I don't know what that is. He's like, some people say it's steroids, but if it was steroids, it would happen on both sides. Mm-hmm. He's like, we think it might be an injury. He just got a scan done today and blood drawn. But he's like, honestly, I don't know. It hurts a little bit, yeah. So that's that. Well, um, I know Nick Diaz is still coming back confirming, so everyone's still calling him out. Carlos Condit, I believe I read an article. Carlos Condit called him out now, so that's like the seventh person that's called him out. Everybody wants Every- to get paid. Everybody's trying to get Nick Diaz. That, but that again, just shows you he's a money fight. You got the followers, bro. He has like over a million followers. Oh, yeah, he's a money like, fighter. It's pretty simple. People want to get paid. You got to earn it. That's it. Uh, and Nick Diaz isn't going to come back and just fight nobody. He's mm-hmm. obviously going to pick someone he wants to make that money off of as well. So that would be interesting to see who Nick Diaz is going to fight. Uh, Colby Covington, Masvidal is obviously Dude, being I'm talked about. Dude, I'm super excited. That, that's actually pretty. Street uh, Judas. I don't want to say confirm, confirm, Judas. but Dana confirmed that that fight is in the works. Yeah. They're actually working to to make that happen. And that would be a great fight for Colby. I think it would be an easy fight for Colby. I I really think so, too. I, I like Masvidal. I'm not going to lie. I just think uh, there's a lot of fans out there who think the same. And it's not hating on Masvidal. He's obviously a great fighter, great striker. Um, I just think Masvidal is an all, a, a more completed fighter. Um, you could see that uh, Masvidal is more of a striker, boxer, whereas um, Covington's a wrestler. He mixes it up. Watch any fight that Covington's in. He's going to hit you with some strikes and then take you down, beat you on the ground, let you get up, and then repeat. Yeah, and we know that Covington beats Masvidal in wrestling all the time. Yeah. And Masvidal's striking might be a little bit better, but Covington has evolved a lot too, and so has Masvidal too. I don't want to no, take no, anything they both, away, they both but are evolved. I, think I think if they do fight, that's a win for Covington. Yeah, Easy I win. he's more complete. Put it in his resume, get another call from... And the big boy Donald Trump. Well, you know, I can see that fight going down because Usman's next fight's going to be against Gilbert Burns, and then whoever wins that should obviously face the winner of Masvidal versus uh, Covington. So that would be awesome. <laughs> that's that, that's a fan's dream right there. What would be even better is if they all were on the same card, dude. How epic would that be? Like you are, you're literally watching the contender <laughs> fight go on before the actual championship fight. So anyway, that's a fighter's dream. So you know that's going down. So that's about it right now. I Dana, mean, uh, did you did you see all this stuff going on with Dana and Connor calling each other out liars and all this bullshit? Yeah, yeah. So it starts with Dana. He said Dana, Connor doesn't want to fight, and then Connor's like, "You lying piece of shit." I've been calling people out, yeah. and then he posted all of Dana's DMs, like all their back and forth. And they asked Dana after the after the fight, UFC 253. They're like, "Hey, what about those DMs?" And Dana was like, "Yo, he broke man code." Those are private messages between him and me. And they're like, well, you said that he didn't want to fight. And he showed them because you said he didn't want to. When the text, he shows he wants to fight. And then it's like, bro, he wants to fight, really? He wants to fight who? Diego Sanchez, 39-year-old dude that all he does is, like, lose or lose horrible. Is that really wanting to fight? He is the number two ranked in the world. And he's calling out an unranked opponent 
that is not looking good. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So, and that's why Dennis is like, listen, that's why I said he doesn't want to fight because really, that's why the fight that you want. Yeah. And then who he, knows, man? What really happens though? Like, it's all he said. She. But said. then on top of that, Gaethje comes out saying. Connor, stop lying, bitch. And I believe Gaethje. I called you out on these dates, these days, and these dates, and you, yep. nothing from your team. You right. guys ignore. And that's kind of true, because we true. talked about it. We We're like, yo, everybody's calling Connor. Connor's not doing anything. He said he was going to have an active season. And then he spelled it out how he wanted to have his active like season. Like three or four fights this like year. Like four fights, but they were all kind of shed fights too. It's like, where's Tony Ferguson? Yeah. Where's Khabib Where's in there? your Poirier? Where's Poirier in there? Like, yeah. that's so, who he needs to fight. I, I, I mean, Gaethje obviously wanted to fight McGregor back in January, and McGregor chose Cowboy over Gaethje. So really, who's who? What? What? When when everybody wants to fight Conor, bro. Obviously, he's Poirier, a money fight. Before Poirier got the chance against Khabib, he, Poirier was calling out Conor because Poirier wants to get that that defeat out of his record, or you know, kind of revenge or whatever you however you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Gaethje. Gaethje. Not until the other day, he was in the in the bottom half of the top ten yep. because of his one loss. Yep. So he he been calling Connor too, but nothing. So Gaethje's gone a long way in a year. You can't be like, yo, I want to fight uh, Chase Hooper, um, Askren, and who else is doing really bad lately? Diego, uh, Diego, my man, you're <laughs> you're a warrior. I've seen your last fight. Get out! of I kind of lost respect for Connor though when he fought Cowboy because in the hype and the media, he was like, "Congratulations, Cowboy, you made it. You're gonna get paid. You're gonna make it." And then all of a sudden the fight happens and Cowboy's like, what fucking money? Like, Cowboy got paid shit for that fight, bro. Whereas McGregor made like $3 million or something like that? Yeah, I think I think Cowboy got like two hundred grand, which is low for, for who he is, but Connor got for paid. For a main a event pay per view yeah. selling out against McGregor, and McGregor got paid millions, and you're telling me Cowboy only walked away at 200 grand. And then he said he didn't even see that money yet because remember he was tweeting like I still haven't even seen my money for that fight yet. He was getting he was winning on the pay per view points. Yeah, the extra stuff. yeah, So it's bullshit anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of BS with Dana. Now he's trying to fight Manny Pacquiao. That was another thing that came out. So yeah, he's like, oh, I tried to fight my season 2020, blah blah blah. I wanted this guy in March, this guy in February, this guy in Dublin. And Dana's like, yo, we don't have any fights in Dublin this year. What no. are you talking yeah. about, bro? We're in the apex or fucking Fight Island. That's it. <laughs> but Connor's like, no, I said I wanted to fight. But anyways, yeah. Now he's saying. Fuck it. It's yeah. all water under Fook the bridge. It. I'm yeah. fighting Pacquiao in the Middle East. What do you say? December or 2021? Yeah, like uh, um, I believe it's 2021. Early 2021, I think. Yeah, and, and Pacquiao agreed to it too. And according to Connor, once again, because they asked Dana on the post fight, hey, Connor versus Pacquiao, is it happening? Are you involved? He's like, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. And then Connor was pissed, like, you fucking liar. You've seen the papers. There is legal documents everywhere. He didn't post those, but apparently, I don't know. So, yeah. whatever. You don't, you don't know. I mean, and for Dana to say he broke bro code is hilarious as fuck. Well, it's just because he's showing DMs. You know, yeah. that's kind of like, what are you doing, bro? And but, if you read them, they don't even really say anything much. They just really say that he wants to fight, like, in the wrong arena and, and whatever. No, but, and uh, on other news for MMA, Bellator 247 was just canceled. Um, and Paul Daly... Danny, uh, Paul Daly? Daly. Daly? Paul Daly? Couldn't make weight. Um, but I don't think that's the reason why it was canceled. Is it COVID too or no? I, I, it might have been because he didn't make weight actually. And they just canceled it all off because I guess uh, mixed between COVID and not enough fighters showing up. So that's insane. It just shows you that the UFC is really cream of the crop when it comes to MMA. I mean, obviously those other promotions are nice and somewhere to get your name going. But 
I mean, now you got Dana White contender, contender series. You got Ultimate Fighter starting back up. Um, all these other UFC affiliated, you know, shows are yeah. really all you need to get your name shown. I mean, you can be a nobody. Go to Dana White Contender Series and straight up fight somebody, impress them with like a good knockout or a submission, and then he gives you a contract, and boom, you're in the UFC for a one fight contract. You show really well in that one fight contract, and then boom, now you got a five fight contract. Even if you don't do that good, he if he likes yeah, you even and if you, you put yeah. in a good show and yeah. energy, they might send you to the. Uh, to the uh, UFC house to yep. get a couple of fights under your belt and yep. train you and see if you have better potential. So, plenty of opportunities. But before we we kind of have to get moving here to the next week's fight. Yeah, we'll we'll go over our picks real quick for next but, week's fight night. Home versus Aldana. But did you see Hamza calling out of designer now too? Yeah, give me skinny. And then uh, <laughs> Francis Ngannou, he was seen training with uh, Teddy Atlas, the boxing coach. Yes, I did see that. Now, that's dangerous. If Naganu can work on his boxing, bro. But what else does he need to do? Obviously, he's he's, he's a new power. guy. I know he's new. He's been fighting for five years. That's yeah. not a lot. But he's just power. He doesn't need to do. He needs to be seen with the Gracies rolling, with fucking Tenth Planet dudes rolling in the ground, with Eddie Bravo. Like that's, that's what true he needs because to do. you get someone like Stipe who's gonna take you to the ground, and then what are you doing? The same thing. Just lean there the whole round, being sad because yep. Stipe's holding. So. Again, I love Ngannou, and everybody thinks he proved himself to go for the belt again. I still haven't seen him doing jiu-jitsu or wrestling at all, mm-hmm. and that's his, his weakness. He's not the KO. He'll knock you out to, to next year's, but anywho, let's jump into next week. Next week. UFC on ESPN, home versus Aldana, October the 3rd. October 3rd. What you got? Um, I mean, shoot, well, I mean, in the, in the prelims, which start at 7.30 Eastern time, uh, I... I see. I want to see Carlos Condit fight. Obviously, we just mentioned him. Carlos, In a minute. Yeah, Carlos Condit's obviously fighting Court McGee. Um, I'm going to go with Carlos Condit on this fight. I think he's going to come back with a with a nice win. I think he's going to be welcomed back with a win. So, damn, I don't even know who to pick in that one, bro. Court McGee is pretty good. I mean, they're. They're both good. They've been they've been in the sport for a long time too. Well, so Carlos Condit's last fight was against Michael Chesa, uh Kiza. Chiesa, yeah, and that was uh, and December 29th, 2018. And I think Maggie is coming off two and losses he won, right actually. now. Or he lost by submission. And he lost against Oliveira the fight before that. So, you know. Not doing great. They're both kind of doing bad yeah. recently. So. Neil Magny beat him in 2017. Damian Maya beat him. Yeah, so Carlos Condit's on a five loss streak right now, bro. Yeah. Yeah, he's on a five loss streak. But he lost to Damian Maya, Robbie Lawler. Uh, Neil Magny, who's a beast, Michael Chie- uh, Chiesa, and then Alex Oliveira. Yeah, Chiesa gave him a, yeah. a jiu-jitsu so a swing. They're giving him a prelim fight to see if he can come back and you know see what he can do. So. And Cormagui has lost to Diego Lima, Sean Brady, and then that's it. He's on a two-fight losing streak. Yep. So I'm going to go with Car- Carlos just because I want to see him win. I hope so. And then, again... If he doesn't add him to the pile of people that that got one more retirement yeah. fight, five loss streak, man. I mean, that's not good. And then you've been gone for two. You're you're on a five loss streak. Then you're not fighting for two years, and then you come back. So yeah, someone I'll, someone I'll likes Carlos Condit in the UFC. I'll go with with McGee. You're gonna go with McGee? Yeah, write the picks down for sure so we know this. So I I remember. Sometimes I forget who I pick. Yeah, I have to listen back to the podcast. yeah. Me, me too. Um, and that's about it. All I want to see in the prelims. Obviously, some of the other prelims are either UFC debuts or um, 
I mean, the prelims honestly should be should be lit because we have so many guys that are undefeated or just one loss, like Luigi Venderami, only eight and one. Yep. He's going against against Jasin Ayari. Uh, Casey Kenny, fourteen and one versus Hailing Alateng, fourteen and seven. So we have a lot of guys. Joshua that Kalebo, mm-hmm. Kalibia, only eight Kaliba. and one versus yep. Charles Jordan, ten and three. Should so. Be- a lot of guys coming from the contender series, coming from all their promotions. So yeah, it should be honestly, it will be fun. It's just that we don't really know much about these guys. Nah. A lot of debuts going. But on hopefully, too. if they uh, impress and um, they they get some impressive win or anything like that, then obviously they'll start getting hype like Cam's at, and then they'll get talked about. Hey, if more. they get the finish, we'll post them on Instagram. Oh yeah, for sure. We love finishes. We love fun finishes. finish. Yeah, we love the finishes. Jump into the main event of. UFC. It's weird because this one's not going to be on ESPN Plus. I think it's just ESPN. That's kind of. Yeah, I think it is on just ESPN. I don't like you said. Yep, good call. Kinda weird. I don't think it's on uh, on ESPN Plus. So on ESPN, October third, we have uh, from the bottom up. I mean, Daquan Townsend, UFC veteran versus the undefeated Todorovic. Yeah, Todorovic or whatever. Todorovic. I I believe this is his um second or his his UFC um debut. He just got a contract, if I last remember, from the Contender Series last year. Yeah, August 27th last year, he won by decision to get the Contender Series contract. And then he was supposed to fight John Phillips three times, got canceled. And then now he's fighting um, Daquan Townsend. Which is on a three-fight losing streak. Yep. So hopefully he brings it. We'll see. Who you got in that one? He's on a three, yeah, he's on a three-loss streak. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, Todor, Todor, how would you say that? Todorovic, Todorovic. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Todorovic. He's nine and zero. He seems like he's uh he's hungry. And that's middleweight too. Yep, middleweight division. So I'm definitely excited to kind of see uh, how. I'll he go does. with him too. Yeah. So I I just remember seeing like a little small video about him. Um, but yeah, from Contender Series because I've been trying to follow up on Contender Series too. You know what? I should also make a little segment next podcast. I'm gonna come up with a little segment for the Contender Series. That way we can talk more about that. But anyway, going on to the next fight. We got the women's bantamweight division with the French Jermaine Deratomy, ex UFC champion, lost her belt because she didn't want to fight Chris Cyborg. Yep. And then she came back the other day and fought pretty good. And then, but then she lost pretty badly against Nunez. She's fighting Juliana Pena. Yep, Juliana Pena. Yeah. How is Pena doing lately in her wins? Do you know? I don't. I don't think. I think she's coming off a loss. Let's see. So she hasn't fought this year just yet. And then 2019, she beat Nico Montano. Yep, yep. In 2017, she lost to. That's the Shevchenko. fight I remember. I didn't even re- I didn't even know she fought uh, Nico Montano. But uh, yeah, the last fight she I remember her. seeing her was Valentina Shevchenko. So, but yeah, I thought I thought that was her loss. But nope, okay. I mean, I'm she's pretty corrected. good. She's she, coming off a win. She also beat uh, Kat Zingano. She's beat Jessica. I. And she's, she's been around a while. Mm-hmm, she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now her versus Jermaine. Jermaine, I'm going with Jermaine. As uh, well. Jermaine, dude, Jermaine didn't look so good with her grappling against Nunez. Remember, like her striking obviously is good. She's a kickboxing world champ and all this, but her grappling was shit against Nunez. Yeah, but you gotta remember, man. Amanda Nunez is the goat. Not a baby goat. Amanda, Amanda Nunez is, I think, one of the toughest baddest women ever to do the sport and I don't think there's much co- the only fighter that's given her any competition is Valentina Shevchenko and that's another women fighter woman fighter 
who is just unchallenged, unmatched. And yeah. and it's it's and honestly, I think, in my opinion, Shevchenko won the second fight when they fought the second time. So. I don't know what judges see. Yeah. I did more damage. I attack and I hit her. She do nothing. So, yeah, that literally, to me, that cements the two best fighters in women right there. And they're just not mad. There's just no one out there that can fight with. I mean, literally, they just need to fight each other again for the for the sake of all our fans. Or for the sake of all MMA fans. Just fight again, please. Because yeah. all the other fights have been total domination. <laughs> But, I mean, these two ladies are have done pretty good. Like I said, Jermaine only lost to Nunez and Juliana Pena. Yeah. She beat Aspen Lad. They beat everybody pretty yeah, much. So. It's only 10 and 3. So that should be a good fight. I'll, I'll go with Pena, bro, because yeah, if, okay. Pena's, if Pena's smart, she's just going to try to take the rat of me down to the ground, and that's going to be that. I'm going with Jermaine, so let's Yeah, I'll put go it. with Pena. Mark it. <laughs> Don't forget, I think uh, we skipped over also the bantamweight fight between Kyle Phillips and Cameron Else. Uh, Kyler Phillips is seven and one, and Cameron Else is ten and four. I believe this is Cameron Else's UFC debut as well. I believe, if not, he won. He's fought once already. Um, let me get that confirmed real quick. And okay, uh, yeah, I got it down. Yeah. So yeah, this is his. Uh, he fought in Fight Night. This is his UFC debut. Which I was, I thought was his debut. I just nice. wanted to confirm it before I said any fake news. Okay, hey, no fake news. No in fake this news podcast. in this podcast. All right, we try to keep it. We real. got enough with Dana and Connor lying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We don't need no fake news. So, um, but yeah, this is his UFC UFC debut. So, we'll see how this goes. It's crazy making your UFC UFC debut in a uh, main event. Yeah. You got some of these others making debuts in the prelims and early prelims, and then you got someone like Cameron Else coming in main event. But then you get Justin Gaethje. Who straight up makes his main event? Uh, who, who makes his UFC debut in the main event well, he was against Michael Johnson? He's a champ. Yeah. So I mean, you just you just never know. And if you Phillips, got the hype behind you. Let's do it. And Phillips is coming of a uh, win over over Gabriel Silva. Yeah, I I I don't know who I'm gonna go with that fight, man. Honestly, um, just for the sake of it, let's go ahead and say I'm gonna go Cam. I, I'm gonna go Kyler Kyler Phillips. I'm gonna go with Kyler Phillips. I'll go with Phillips. Yeah, we'll do Phillips. Okay, what else we got? All right, real quick, we'll, we got the uh, co-main event heavyweight champion, or the heavyweight championship, but heavyweight matchup, uh, Jorgen DeCastro versus Carlos Felipe, and the, they both only have one loss. This can go both ways. Um, both, <laughs> it's a heavyweight. Yeah, it is a heavyweight. Uh, I wouldn't expect this fight to get into the past the second round, honestly. Felipe is 8-1. and one. Yep. He is coming off of, of his only loss, was his last fight, and DeCastro is 6-1. and one. And they're just probably gonna knock somebody. Yeah, someone's gonna, gonna knock out. out. Yeah, someone's gonna get knocked out. Both of these guys like lean on their punches too, yeah. and then they're big boys too. They're not like mm. Stipe heavyweight, which looks shredded. Yeah. They're like big. No, they're they're big boys, and uh, and the Castro lost recently against Greg Hardy too. So that's they both are coming off a one loss. Undefeated fighters finally had their first loss. Greg recently. Hardy got his first loss too, actually, not too long ago. Um, but not not get sidetracked. But you're right. Yep, so, so that's so, that. That's for the co-main event, heavyweight, and then the main event. Main event, Holly, the preacher's daughter, versus Irene Aldana. Holly Holm, 13-5, and five versus Irene Aldana, 12-5. and five. Uh, This can go either way, too. I mean, Irene Aldana, Irene Aldana just gets better and better every time she fights, man, honestly. Um, I've seen a couple of her fights, and you can see her striking's improved, her IQ's improved. Um, so, 
this can go either way, man. And sure. obviously, we all know Holly Holm. She's a she's a warrior. She's gonna go in there, give it her all. She's fought the best. She's been the best. Uh, she's one of the best. Um, Dude, it just makes me so sad every time she loses. I'm like, why don't you just stop, girl? I know, but she's uh, lost. She, she, to like, she's only 32. I know, but she's lost to like some of the top in in her division. Aldana's 38. Aldana has, has got that experience. <laughs> <laughs> so Aldana is coming. Is 205, like I said, on a two fight winning streak. Her losses are to Raquel Pennington and Kaylin Chukagian. And as Which for are home, two beasts. Uh, her biggest losses are Nunez. Radami and Cyborg mm-hmm. and she won her last fight which was a lot of clinching against the fence so we'll see what happens in this fight I think they're they might try to strike a little bit more I hope home is more open to striking because last fight she was just clinching the entire time yeah they're just a clinch battle that was back in May May or June uh, I can check real quick but it, it feels like it wasn't that long ago but it was in January well, January, Almost yeah, against Pennington, yep, yep. yeah, they just held. That was just a clinch time. fight. She won. Yeah, that was uh, okay. That was the um, McGregor and Cowboy fight night. That was on the same card as Cowboy and McGregor. So I do remember watching that fight. It was just, it was a clinch fest. Man. Then before that, Holy lost to Shashenko pretty handily. Then she lost to Misha Tate, and then before that to Chris Cyborg. So you know she she's having four. a. Yeah, she's up and down. She was in a three-fight losing streak. Then she finally gets a win, which was in the prettiest, and now she's fighting again. So who do you got? Holy. holy. I'm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Holly Holm, man. I, I, I'm a Holly Holm fan. I'm a. I'm also a Pena fan as well. Uh, I'm sorry, Aldana fan, but. Um, I, I think I think the preacher's daughter is gonna win this one. So all right, I wasn't gonna go with her because she's made me sad too much. But I do I do like her, and I think she has the best ground she, game out of the two. And and striking is she's good strong too. too she's, man, she's she she is strong. We'll see. I hope they just don't clinch the whole time. That's that's my only thing. That's all we'll hope for, man. Um, but yeah, I I got uh, I got it. It might be a decision. To be honest with you, it might go down Probably. to a decision win, and I think. Um, I think Holly Holm will win in decision, so that's all I got, man. And uh, yeah, let's get out of here. We covered boys. everything we could we could for this week. We covered last week's fight card, which was UFC 253. Went over some of the hottest and freshest news floating around the MMA the world, and then we talked about our picks and some fights that we want to see in this upcoming fight night: Holly Holm versus Irene Aldana. Um, what else you got, Josh? That's it. On behalf of Chris and myself, we want to say thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Those of you that are watching it at home on the YouTubes, YouTube's. or on your phones, go give us a follow on YouTube, guys. We need to grow that channel so we can do more of these on the watch parties. Yep. Like I said, we are Clubhouse MMA. Uh, give us a follow on all of our social media platforms, especially Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Please much help love, us grow. Much love. We're loving the conversations. We're loving the engagement. I think last week we reached about 14,000 people on our social media alone. People are seeing some of our stuff. It's just uh, it's just hard to get the conversations going. So we appreciate so. you guys. Um, lastly, once again, new episodes dropping every single Wednesday where Chris and I go deep, deep. into the MMA world jokes everything it don't matter we have real conversations we're two fans who like to talk about mma and inform other fans and casuals who don't know much about the fight game hey once again guys we're clubhouse mma i'm josh my buddy chris and this is uh we don't just talk about it we don't we are about it we are about it thanks everyone